Ron Volano, owner of Family and Personal Counseling, five locations on Long Island and New York area, multiple therapists in multiple disciplines, and also an author of a book called The Zing. I, I mocked my one brother because he put up his tree and all his decorations the week of Thanksgiving, before Thanksgiving, in fact. But that maybe that's a good idea to get into the Christmas spirit because I'm having trouble this year. I think it's amazing that people would have that much spirit to <laughs> want to put up the Christmas tree early. I think Christmas is really about not just giving, but I think having gratitude, thanks for what you have appreciation for what's around you. So I think it's wonderful that they did that. I do too. I was mocking him, of course, because, you know, your brother, <laughs> but but I'm starting to think that he does have the right idea because until you do people, I guess people send Christmas cards. I know I still do, but until you get into that whole vibe, you really aren't in the, don't have a Christmas spirit yet. We can't say that the media has not helped with the Christmas spirit. I mean, it's constantly negative. And, you know, whether you're a believer in Christmas or you believe it in something else that's, say, wonderful to you, why not allow the people to enjoy for a few weeks a year at least, right? And that's yes. what this is all about. It gives, us, it gives us permission to walk around and being kind and being nice to someone, giving a gift to someone maybe that even can afford it. You know, we always talk about giving a gift to someone who can't afford it. But what about the person who can afford it that maybe not looked at, maybe that they need some kind of. We really care about you. Hey, we're thinking about you. It never has to be a large gift, right? It's just something right. that kind of validates us. That, hey, Pat Barnett came to my house, took the time. You know, my mother's famous phrase was, Pat, was, I got you a little something. And, you know, what the little something was, was her was giving her time and her love to you and hanging out with you for a couple hours and really listening. How are you? So when I see people coming around and giving thanks and and Thanksgiving saying, I put up my Christmas tree. <laughs> I get excited. Yeah. And, and and now I'm going to tell you, and I will share with you, we did it right after Thanksgiving this year. You were onto something there. Christmas is also a time that memories can induce sadness rather than merriment. Any suggestions about that? Like at this time of year, I usually think about people who have passed, past Christmases. It isn't always the, the best feeling or the merriest feeling when these uh, memories come up again? No, I can tell you as a, as a therapist and counseling many people this time of year, and a lot of times the holidays seem to be the worst time, right, for a lot of people because of things that in the past that went sour or there was lost. I can relate. I lost my son, Michael, in a little accident, so I understand. However, what I do is I kind of think of my son or someone that I did lose that's kind of haunting my day to bring in more negative, right? Because it's bringing mm -hmm. us back into a negative feeling. I kind of say, if they were here, how would they want me to feel right now? And I can tell you, every single person I know that I miss would say to me, what are you doing, Ron? You got to be happy. We want nothing but the best for you. Nothing's changed because we're not here. So I want you to enjoy this day and bring me in with you, just like when we used to enjoy it together in the past. And let's have a great holiday together. And I start to feel, honestly, terrific and say, wait a minute, I would feel the same way. If I wasn't here, I would be telling them to have a great time and enjoy their lives, not feel disappointed or feel down because I'm not here, because I'm always with you. So that's the advice and the kind of counseling I've given to many people. And I have to say, I had more positive reactions with changing their thinking. Because when you yeah. choose to change your thoughts, you begin to change your life. 
So my job is to get you to take those thoughts and change them over into new thinking. And I think if we could get that and start doing that, I think they'd have wonderful holiday time and it wouldn't be as gruesome or they wouldn't relive the grieving that a lot of people already have done. The thing that makes people not want to enjoy the holiday or enjoy a good time after loss is they feel guilty about it. Well, don't feel guilty about enjoying your life or starting to live your life fully because that's what everyone would want. But you're allowed to be sad. You're allowed to say, hey, I missed the person. But that guilt is what, Pat, that brings in a lot of that negative feeling. And I guess activities can help, like putting up the Christmas tree. Every year I complain about it, but we do a cookie swap my sister-in-law. It's a good time. And you come away with a lot of cookies. It's a good activity to have, especially at this time of year. Definitely. And and the other part of the holidays is when you get together with family and a lot of times for a lot of people, they're actually not looking forward to it. They're not looking forward to that <laughs> right. uncle asking them again, you know, hey, are you getting married? Hey, yeah, when are you having yeah. kids? Hey, you know, <laughs> or the one that's envious of the other people. And they're sitting there and they really are Gaslighting. Yeah. Or sniping, sniping from across the table. Yeah. Yeah. So I say replace the word envy. If you are one of the people who envy things, replace it with gratitude. Replace it with, hey, I'm going to go and be very supportive. And if I am envious of this person, I'm not going to sit near them. I'm going to make a move that I'm going to sit next to someone that I feel does bring me joy. Because if you can't fight the feeling of that envy or that negativity, then move yourself away instead of putting yourself in that situation. Because do you really want to be the elephant in the room? Do you want to be that person that you're the one that the family's saying, well, here he comes or she comes. You know, we're going to have to put up with all this stuff. (laughs) How do you know you're not the one that's causing the issue? Family relationships, I think you know and I know, can be difficult any time of the year. But the stress of the holidays can make, make it even more so. So you have to spend five hours with the family gathering. You can arrive, say, Say you arrive before the holiday meal, right before the holiday meal, offer to clean up, help everyone, and excuse yourself. Yeah. And then perhaps, you know, you need to, you know, I got to take the kids to bed. So you can do that. You can plan ahead a little bit. That's a very good idea. Well, what, what suggestion would you have, though, for the, um, the harried host? Because that's usually me. The only thing that annoys, well, not the only thing. <laughs> One of the things that annoys me is the, uh, I guess you could call it the raised by wolves syndrome, where like you put all the leftovers away and they're all the way in the back of the fridge and you finally sit down after five hours and someone says, could you make a leftovers plate for me? You must be in my house with my nephews. How do you, know, you handle that? What we're saying is, right, we did all this work and now we're looking for a little bit of an accolade or a little bit of, hey, why don't you sit down and let me help you out, right? That'd be nice. I think life kind of is like a big play and we're the producers. So I think actors that you have invited into your play, which is your Christmas dinner, you know who they are. And so you need to be the one to disconnect from that past. And I reconnect to today and allow yourself to say to someone, gee, Bob, if you would like to get something, absolutely. It's right in the back of the refrigerator. Feel free to go in there. Or what I do is every time my friends come in my house, I do say this. I said, listen, I'm telling you now, my house is your house. There's the refrigerator. Anything you want to drink, you're free to take out. You're free to get. Anything you want is yours. So don't at the end say you were thirsty with this because you didn't have something. You have freedom in my house. So you can give them freedom 
in your home on Christmas Day. Say, I want everyone to know any leftovers later is going to be there. Any of this, you can always ask me. I'll tell you where it is. But I'm going to need you guys to get it and to help yourself. That's good because then you don't have to wait on them like you're you're serving the king or something. Yeah, and, and why would we? Right? Why would we? And True. how many people that I know that would prefer to get it on their own because they won't even eat that leftover because they're too shy to even ask you to get it for them, never mind to get up and get it themselves. So the best thing to do is, hey, everyone feel comfortable with each other. And that's the thing the host or hostess, I think, is the one that's in charge of putting out to the guests. But the biggest thing in Christmas is to avoid the argument and avoid the person who causes the issues. I will say this, and I've said this to many patients. I do believe if I was hosting a party, and I have done this, I will tell that person that I know will come and have the intention to disturb the party. I will tell them in advance, knowing you're coming to the party, I want you here, but I really need you to stay away from politics, religion, or whatever, the, or uncle so-and-so, yeah. because I need to have my party be a good party. And I want you there, but I'm being proactive this year, and I'm just letting everyone know who's coming. I want a good time. I want five hours of just fun, and if anyone can't handle that, they have permission to excuse themselves. That's a good idea. That really is, because I don't know of many people who would really go against that, and, even and in my it, family. <laughs> well, you do a peace and love, right? You have to be like the interviewer. You have to know, like Barbara Walters just always asks you the question with the answers. She'd say, so isn't that right? You went there and her head would be nodding. Yes. Right away, <laughs> I want to say yes. She'd be like, right, Ron? You know, how, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, Barbara. So to me, when you're speaking to people, the more peace and love that you give them, I think is the best. Because look, every day of your life should be the three-letter word, joy. And when you really understand joy, and I know it's going to sound a little bit off, but I had to study what the word joy really meant. And the joy, the word joy really comes from not feeling good about something or giving somebody something nice to feel good about. It was actually going deep within yourself and feeling loved and loving yourself and feeling the joy coming from within out not coming from outside in. So when I really studied that, and I actually read that in the Bible, there's a scripture, yeah. peace without joy. And I looked at it and I'm saying, wait a minute. And I, and I looked at it and said, the joy comes from within. And how do you get that? Well, I'm a big believer in journaling. Write down all the feelings you think you're going to have prior to holidays. And then this way you can see what you're thinking. And then the next thing you would do is, Think of all the people who really, truly love you, but write down their names and identify who they are and identify how much you love them and what you get from that, that person and how much you gave that person in your life. And then once you start filling the jar up with this joy and all these good things around, I can assure you there's not going to be much room for the negativity. That's beautiful. You heard of uh, Marie Kondo, the tidying queen. Well, she said that, you should like go in your closet and your closet's a mess and everything's falling out. Take each item and hold it up and ask yourself, does this bring you joy? And everybody mocks her and, and makes fun of that. But hey, isn't that what it's all about? Really? Why should you keep stuff in your closet that's just taking up space when you can only have in there pieces that really bring you joy, which goes to what you were saying. It does make perfect sense. So maybe she wasn't as cheesy as we thought. And, and I'm going to tell you, it's easier 
believe it or not, it's easy to remove a person from your life once you realize that you come first and that you don't need anybody to rob your peace than it is sometimes to throw a garment out that's in perfect shape. The hardest thing is to take a beautiful dress or a suit that's hardly worn and give it to somebody who can really use it. Because you're going to say, well, maybe I'll use this one day. <laughs> right, so you may use it once in three years, but if you gave it to someone who really can't afford that, they will use it a hundred times time. in that year. Yeah, all the right, time. so same with people. When I've done my own self-inventory, I've done a lot of that, and I don't have to get rid of people. I just need to make a choice that that's not who I really is going to hang out with. And if I do end up in their company, then I'm going to be the one that's going to be able to control the conversation because I'm going to give myself permission to lead the conversation whenever I want, again, with love. It's so easy to remove yourself from somewhere. You need to have such self-respect, yeah. and that's how you bring it into the holiday. This is your holiday, not the other person's. This is your holiday. This is your time. That's why who celebrates it, say, all different religions, all different, you know, whether it's the universe, all different philosophies, it's okay. The bottom line is that we treat each other with love and respect. And that's the key of, to me, the Christmas holiday, the Christmas spirit, is to get in there and just to really make it about you. And when you make it about you and you fill your battery up, it's fully charged, now you are powerful to go help and give joy to many other people. But misery can't give any joy. It's impossible. So I say, let's take this holiday spirit. Let's go to someone's house. And if we used to bring one loaf of bread for the dinner, let's bring three loaves of bread. You know, if we brought one pie, let's get two pies. Let's really start to stretch ourselves. And if there's somebody there who has more than you, always remember this phrase my father used to say, you don't know what goes on behind closed doors. So whatever you're envying, if you did get your wish and get what they had, be careful because there might be something you really don't want. Nothing is exactly what it appears to be. Well, that was wonderful. Amen. Can we uh, leave it there or do you have anything else that you want no. to say? Oh, stop it. You know me, Pat. I have too much to say. <laughs> you have to- 